and welcome to the latest ISBA BursaCast weekly update podcast. Today is the 1st of February, so pinch punch and all that. Today we're going to be running through a few of the key updates and then hearing from advice and guidance member of the ISBA, Rex Sartain, so stay tuned to hear from him later on. First things first, it would be remiss of me not to mention A, that the early bird booking for conference is currently underway, so if you would like a little discount on your booking, please head and book your place now. That is only going to be available for a little bit longer. And also, if you're a small school with fewer than 200 pupils, you are invited to attend our briefing afternoon on the 15th of February at Twyford School near Winchester. This is a space where expert speakers will provide an update on the political situation, finance, law, governance, ISBA resources, and go through some of the frequently asked questions and guidance from schools. The price for attendance is £30 per attendee, and the event will be repeated in further locations throughout the UK during 2024. The afternoon will begin at 2.30 and end by 6pm, John assures me. So there we are. If that sounds interesting for you, jump on in. Now, on with the show. First things first, I've been asked by David and John to let you know that they are currently doing a large number of presentations to boards of governors, SLTs and so on. These can cover either the general political and economic environment or, more specifically, look at areas such as scenarios and modelling, TPS or mergers and acquisitions. They are very keen to continue to offer this service, which is, by the way, free of charge to ISBA member schools at least as it helps boards face up strategically to the winds of change that are blowing through the sector. Ten points to you if you remember the Scorpion song there. However, the sheer volume of requests does give us some diary management issues, particularly because these presentations work best face-to-face, although they can be delivered successfully virtually if necessary. To try and accommodate as many new requests as possible, please do try and give us as much notice as possible. To that end, please contact Jackie Marshall, who is at ceopa at theisba.org.uk to arrange a presentation at your school. On to some more practical guidance. Wholesale energy prices have been falling over the last three months, with electricity now at 7.4p per kilowatt, from 10.8p per kilowatt, and gas from 4.2p per kilowatt to 28 So if you haven't already, then now may be the time to revisit your school's energy contracts. There's been an increase in schools having issues around copyright infringement. And so I'm going to run you through eight bullet points discussing the issues and the solutions. Firstly, what are the risks? Well, schools often face copyright infringement claims, especially when using online images without proper licensing. This commonly occurs due to simple misconceptions. A lack of copyright watermarks doesn't mean free use. Copyright protection is automatic, covering various works, including photographs. The other thing is ownership rules. The author typically owns copyright. For photos, it's the photographer, for example. These often have exclusive rights, and this is where the copyright owners have the exclusive rights, including copying, public performance and adaptation. There are, of course, educational exemptions. While some exemptions exist for educational use, they are narrow, and using online images in school materials may not qualify. There is, of course, a risk of claims here, and specialist IP claims companies regularly search for unauthorised image use and may send legal letters demanding compensation. As part of the compensation, you might have a settlement challenge, and these settlement offers often have impractical terms, like retrieving and destroying all distributed material. 
which obviously if digital or if sent out in the post, for example, is nigh on impossible. So looking at best practices, what do we recommend? Avoid using internet materials directly. Consider alternatives like having your own photographs taken, having licensed materials, or subscribing to image databases to mitigate copyright risks. There are a small number of free databases that you can use images from, but always double check to have a look at what the rights say and what the copyright information is to ensure you don't wind up in a bit of bother. And so that covers all the latest updates and guidance for this week. And now we're joined by Rex Sartain, who's going to take us through some of the most recent queries and answers that they've received across their desks this week. Good morning, Rex. How are you? Thank you very much for joining us on the BursaCast today. Yeah, good. Thanks very much. Great to be here um, on a lovely day up in Shropshire, actually, for a change. Well, we like to hear it. So today I was hoping you could run us through some of the latest advice and guidance questions and answers that you and the team have had this week. Firstly, and the question I'd like to begin with is something that I imagine happens quite a lot when a new teacher starts before they're kind of settled into the school, before they're really there. They want to have access to the systems that they're going to be a part of. And so the questions were, we are increasingly being asked to provide access to new teaching staff to our systems before their formal contract start date. For example, for a teacher with a contract start date of the 1st of September, asking for access in August to allow them to plan for the term ahead. So far, seems fair enough. Do you have a data sharing agreement which covers the period between the contract signature and their start date? Yeah, thanks, Leo. We have noted that pre-start working seems to be happening with increasing frequency. And so we've taken legal advice so we can issue guidance uh, on this matter. We are assuming that you're using the template model contract. Our advisors reassure us that some protections are in place from the date of contract uh, signature. However, we have just commissioned an update to the template contract so that it is explicitly stated. But in the meantime, for those that have already signed their contracts, you could use ISBA's template short-form confidentiality letter agreement to cover the interim period. This is based on a standard one-way NDA, but tailored for a school audience, including to make clear that it is not intended to prevent any safeguarding-related disclosure. Superb. Thank you very much. Uh, the next two, I think, are slightly shorter in terms of their answers. So the next question is one that was raised at a regional group meeting and the one I assume a lot of schools are dealing with at the moment. And it's that can colleagues take several periods of shared parental leave to maximise their leave and pay entitlements? Yes. And we understand that there are advice forums urging them to do so. So do please refer to the ISBA weekly bulletin, uh, number 15, 29th of June, and the guidance note on shared parental leave and term time only working. Yeah, that was it's a great note from HCR, I think. And although it's not a legal requirement, they recommend that schools have a written policy on SPL. And as you say, a, a template of this is available within the ISBA reference library. Although they do also say that it's a complex area and legal advice should be sought. So there's some good advice from them. Finally, third question, what training is available to members in preparation for an ISI inspection? 
Yeah, good question. And uh, we recommend watching the ISBA's inspection update webinar from October 2023, which was put together by Darrell Barnes, an ex-ISI employee. And he explains uh, the whole issue of inspections and what to expect really nicely. And furthermore, uh, the newly appointed bursar sessions also include a session covering inspections. And there is training included in the ISBA inspection app with various links to videos on how to do various things. Also, there are ISI videos on Framework 2023 on the ISI website. And there is an inspections breakout session coming up at ISBA's annual conference uh, later in May. Thank you for that. I'm sure inspections, are well, they are currently underway, and I'm sure many a school is, is primed for them. Um, if we could finish up with the top tip of the week, what is it? Yeah, so did you catch our webinar on Tuesday regarding SEND and covering admissions, ECHPs, and funding to work with parents, managing behaviour and more? If not, the webinar can be found in the reference library. Jolly good. Thank you very much indeed for running us through those those little bit of updates. You know, this, it's interesting to hear what other people are sort of questioning and what they're diving into. Hopefully our community can, can benefit from that. Well, Rex, I'm conscious that there's always lots to be done and I've got to finish off for the rest of this Bursa cast. So as much as we've enjoyed having you on, I'm going to send you on your way until I call upon you next. But thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Leo. And there we are. Thought I dispatched of him rather politely there. He got upset that I always said the same thing to him, sending him off. So I've changed my tack. Hopefully you enjoyed it too. Now, as I mentioned at the start, annual conference 2024. Book your place now for 10% off as the early bird offer is there for a limited time only. And also I mentioned at the start, the smaller schools updates on the 15th of February for schools 200 pupils or less. Now, webinars for February, we have two in February, and one is on the 2nd of February, so tomorrow, jump on it if you have the chance, and this is on ensuring excellence, what checks should schools do on parents and why? This is a session that will cover the various pre-contract parental checks recommended to ensure that your school complies with its regulatory duties and manages legal, financial and reputational risks effectively. And that's from 11 till 12. And on the 23rd of February, so a bit later on, again, 11 till 12, cybersecurity update. And this is going to be on whether your technology platform is robust enough. This session will identify the latest cyber threats to people and staff data held by schools. It will look at ways to avoid costly and reputation damaging security breaches. And that's it for February. Other than that, we have our safeguarding program carrying on. And so you want to be a bursar also is still available to book and that takes place in june so keep an eye out for that the online safer recruitment course of course carries on and something that some of our members aren't aware of is the isba business directory this is a business directory that allows schools to search for specialist suppliers across the uk quickly and easily it offers suppliers to the sector the chance to demonstrate the commitment they have to quality service to independent schools and to highlight any special offers or discounts they may have for ISBA member schools. The directory is fully searchable by business type, region or by location of the supplier. We do hope you find an opportunity to make use of the directory 
and it will help you find the right solutions for your school. And final thing, looking at the regional group news, there will be some regional group meetings taking place as follows in February, on the 6th of February at 9am for Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland. This will be at Clongowers Wood College in Clane, County Kildare. 14th of February, 1pm, Reading, face-to-face meeting at Piper's Corner. 15th of February, 9.30am, Surrey, face-to-face meeting in Aldro. 20th of February, 9.15am, the Southern, that'll be a virtual meeting. 27th of February, 9.30am, Kent, virtual meeting. 29th of February, 10am, Northwest face-to-face meeting at King's School, Chester. And that's it for February. If you do enjoy these podcasts, please make sure to subscribe wherever it is you're listening to ensure you never miss an update and share it around members of your team if you think they'll find it useful. So with all that taken care of, keep an eye out for our next episode. And until next time, farewell. <laughs>